For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we met up with Princeton Triangle Club on their winter session tour around the country. It's Thursday, January 26th. Back in November, you might have caught a performance of Triangle's show titled Campalot, It's Intense, at McCarter Theatre. But for those who weren't able to make it to the debut, Triangle offers two more chances to watch this year's original musical comedy, a national tour during winter session, and a reunion's encore. While the reunion's performance took place for last year's show, Singin' in the Train, this year's Campalot tour marks the first Triangle tour since January 2020. From January 21st to the 28th, Triangle is taking its show on the road to six different states. Daybreak visited them in the DC metro area on their second stop of the tour to watch them in action. Listen in. That's the sound of celebration from Triangle's crew after they took down the entire show in just an hour. Besides the bus that Triangle's company travels on, they are accompanied by a semi-truck filled with their own set pieces, costumes, and some rented tech equipment. For each show, once they arrive at the theater, they unload the truck and set up for the show, typically in just two to three hours. Here's Lev Riccanati, class of 25, Triangle's production manager, explaining their setup. We have a very modular lighting and sound and set, etc. So we fit to the venue. Um, at some venues like this one, we can do the entire thing. At our last venue, we had to cut half the set because the venue was much smaller. So it just depends on where we're at. With six stops on the tour, that means they need to cater their setup to six unique venues. But how does Triangle book their performances? Here's Triangle's business manager and former Prince print editor, Juliana Wojcienko, class of 23, with an answer. So most of the work is done behind the scenes in collaboration with the local alumni associations or just uh, alumni of Triangle that want to help out. Like we're in DC tonight and we come here almost every tour. So they're pretty used to us coming through and have like everything logistical lined up for us. Otherwise it's our board of trustees, the alumni, and then our tour manager who is an undergraduate student who helps coordinate all the locations and logistic meals where we're staying either in hotels or hosts are usually alumni. Besides the cast and tech crew, Triangle also travels with their own orchestra, comprised of and conducted by students. With different venues, the orchestra also has to tailor its setup to the space. Even though the orchestra is known as the quote-unquote pit, they're not necessarily in a literal pit for every performance. At the DC stop, they were on stage directly behind the action of the show. Assistant opinion editor and Triangle's violinist, Eleanor Clemens Cope, class of 26, took daybreak through a few of the orchestra's setups. Yeah, it's been a bit wild. At McCarter Theater, we were in a pit. And then just yesterday, when we did our show near Philadelphia, we were actually in a room upstairs, and they ran cables up up the hallway and to the room and we FaceTimed in to, or we Zoomed in to the performance. And uh, walkie-talkies were a major link in that situation. Speaking of Zoom, although this is the first tour since the pandemic, there are still a few members of the company that have experienced tour before. The vice president of Triangle, Anne Webb, class of 23, has been on two other tours with the company. Here she is describing her experience on tour before and after its COVID-19 induced pause. I think the biggest difference is probably how much we cherish it now. I remember being on tour in 2019 and 2020, and we 
had a lot of fun, but the exhaustion is very real of tour. And some of us let that get the better of us. I know I definitely did my freshman year because I just didn't know what to expect. But now I think we all realize that tour can be taken away and this is such a special thing. It was definitely a big adjustment to come back to campus and do in-person theater again. There was a lot of masking and testing and there still is. And I think the nice thing is there are external factors that make theater a little more difficult, but the spirit of theater is still the same. Like we love what we do and we bring that to the stage, whether it's in a mask, whether it's, you know, behind a plexiglass thing or something, I don't even know. Like we always just try and keep the joy of triangle. And that's one of the special things that hasn't changed with COVID that I think is awesome. We also asked Anne what she thought the value of triangle going on tour is. I think one of the special things is we get to reach so many more alumni um, on tour who maybe are much older and don't get the chance to come to reunions. Maybe they are not comfortable flying out for um, the show in the fall. So we reach a much bigger audience, but more special than that is the fact that we get to connect so much with the alumni on tour because tour isn't just we perform, it's also we stay with the alumni, we eat dinner with the alumni, like we create a really special community, especially of Triangle alumni who get to uh, experience Triangle in a completely different way after they graduate, which I think is really cool. Molly Groton Urban, class of 82, explained why she came to see the show. Well, I was a Triangle alum. Um, I performed in the spring show my freshman year and my sophomore year. Um, I was a um, I was in a number called "I Want My Candy Now," which was Shirley Temple girls singing a bump and grind song about candy, very lewdly, and we introduced the all male kick line, which were about 18 of the hairiest guys you've ever seen. Um, doing horrible things with teddy bears and lollipops. So it was a lot of fun. It was one of um, one of the highlights of my Princeton career. I'm a scoutmaster of a Scouts BSA troop, so I spend every summer at summer camp with Scouts. So this was all very, very familiar to me, and the, the tick line was amazing. At the end of each conversation, we asked everyone we spoke to to tell us their favorite part of the tour and being in Triangle. It's incredible. It's really incredible to bring it back to alumni audiences. We're so grateful to get to see Triangle shows again. It's one thing to see it at reunions, but it's a completely another thing to see it on tour. And it's a fun challenge for us to go into all these different spaces and have fun with the show. I'm just like really proud of like all the club is student run and, you know, we have support from alumni and trustees, but I think there are a lot of students that have put in a lot of work to make this tour happen. And just like we wouldn't be able to do this without them. Having all these disciplines together, the tech people, the um, musical theater people, dancing, singing, acting, all the pit people, us, our instruments, our music, having that all together is really like wonderful experience and quite unique. And it's amazing to be able to bring that to people across the area. I love Triangle for the community. I think that's a really special thing that we have is just this close-knit group of people who all love what they do and all find such joy and positivity in this process. So I love just goofing around and having fun with everybody. To conclude the show, the company asked the audience to join them in singing Old Nassau and the auditorium filled with voices of Princetonians, young and old.
That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. A special thanks to Assistant Features Editor Gia Musselwhite for her help reporting this episode. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, Class of 22. For The Daily Princeonian, I'm Eden Sherman. Have a wonderful day.